my live lessons are for those who have ever felt that you have lost a part of who you are or you have wanted to create change in your life but haven't known where to start. Maybe you are struggling to show up to your life or relationships in a way that feels authentic to who you are. You let other people's opinions determine how you act or what you do, and you want to create more joy in your life. If you are feeling any of those things, then this is definitely for you. What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband in Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex-love, marriage, ex-marriage, divorce, ex-divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be opened, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself, then others, like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex-husband on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband-in-Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. Hey, 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 everyone. Guess what? Today, you get a special gift, and that gift is, it's just me. (laughs) I don't know if you'll consider that a gift or not, but I don't really care. I've had a lot of you who have reached out saying, hey, can you please send me a recording of your live lessons? I really want to know more. And so this is my gift to you at the end of this year, going into this next year, because I want you to feel prepared and ready to go. And I feel like this is the best way that I can do that to help and support you right now. So I hope that you love this episode. I am going to be laying down my three tips for setting bold boundaries. Now, here is a little a little secret <laughs> about my live lessons. I teach several different topics in the live lessons. Coming to mind are boldly saying no and creating and protecting your joy as well as setting bold boundaries. And here is the trick, you guys. All of these things go hand in hand. They aren't really separate things. They go together. And I am going to share with you today how they all go together. You cannot have joy and create joy if you are not setting boundaries around that joy. You can't figure out your joy if you don't know what it is you really want. And you can't set boundaries if you don't know what you really want or if you don't know what brings you joy. So they all go together. And I want to share with you um, some insights on how you can create more joy in your life and how you can set some bold boundaries. So if you've been interested in my live lessons, but haven't been able to make uh, the Thursday night time slot work, this is for you. If you haven't been interested in my live lessons, this is still for you because if you are engaged and enjoying our podcast, I feel like you are probably looking for more. There's something that's keeping you around and this will help you whether it's personally or whether it is in your relationships to strengthen those. So I am super excited to, on this last episode of 2020, give you a little kickstart going into 2021. Here we go, you guys. My live lessons are for those who have ever felt that you have lost a part of who you are or you have wanted to create change in your life but haven't known where to start. Maybe you are struggling to show up to your life or relationships in a way that feels authentic to who you are. You let other people's opinions determine how you act or what you do, and you want to create more joy in your life. If you are feeling any of those things, then this is definitely for you. Maybe you've tried to set boundaries before in the past. Maybe you've tried to figure out what brings you joy, but you've gotten stuck because you are worried about what other people would think of you, or you have felt that you are being selfish or putting for putting time into yourself. Maybe you just don't know where to start. That is such a common thing for so many people, and it's so real. Or maybe you just didn't have the support you needed and you were still making excuses for why somebody else was the problem for you not having boundaries and for you not finding joy. That is one of the biggest things that I hear is that we like to put excuses as to why it doesn't work for us, whether we're blaming someone else or we're blaming the situation or whatever it is. 
of those things, this is the time to realize that you are going to take ownership of those excuses. We are going to leave all of the butts at the door and continue on to break down those false beliefs that you've been telling yourself. So maybe you are also worried that you've waited too long to deal with the situation. It just is what it is at this point. There's nothing you can do about it. That is a false belief you're telling yourself. Maybe you think that you aren't capable of following through. Also, not correct. Maybe you feel that living a true a life that feels true to yourself is going to let someone else down. That is never the case, you guys. If you start showing up in a way that feels genuine to you and you're letting someone else down, that is their issue, not yours. We'll get more into that. Maybe you feel that it won't be worth the work. And I can tell you right now, I put that post up the other day, should I stay or should, <laughs> should I stay or should I grow? And you guys, this is the truth. If you go grow, there will be trouble. But if you stay, there will be double. If you stay in the situation where you are not finding joy, where you are not setting boundaries and protecting who you are, there will be double the trouble than if you decide to grow. Yes, it's hard to grow. Yes, there's pain associated with it, but it is always better to grow and to get yourself out of the situation than to stay stuck where you are. Another thing that is so common for so many people is that they feel they are not worthy to do the work that is needed. They don't want to put forth the effort to go in and do these things. So, I'm here to tell you that you are worth the efforts. You are worth the work. You deserve every minute of this, every step forward to feeling yourself and knowing who you are so that you can take bold action is worth every minute. Have you ever felt like you are doing what everybody else thinks you should do, but not doing what you feel called to do? You are letting past experiences rule your life. Maybe you feel that your heart is pulling you in a different direction than the direction you're heading, but you don't know how to pivot. You don't understand how you can get to this other place where you are feeling called to go. Maybe you feel like you have no control of your life and you are placing blame on somebody else or something for the trajectory of your life. We are going to dive in to how you can deal with all of these issues. My goal through this episode is that you will come to take radical action and ownership of your life, that you will understand more of what brings you joy and that knowing and that you will know how to silence the noise around you. So those are the three tips that I'm going to give you, the three actionable steps that we are going to get into, taking radical ownership of your life, understanding what brings you joy, and then we are going to understand how to silence the noise around you so that you can know how to show up. And that is basically the beginning step to putting boundaries around protecting your joy and protecting your sanity, protecting your sense of self, all of those things. Oh yeah, that's the other title of one of my up lesson is reclaiming your sense of self. This will help you keep a sense of self or reclaim your sense of self if you feel you've lost it. So the only person that can do this work is you. You can be sitting here saying, oh, well, such and such needs to change. This won't work for me because of this or that. But really, you are the one that needs to put in this work. Now, typically at this point, I would tell you all about me and my past relationships and my struggles and difficulties and why I, I am qualified to talk to you about this. But I feel like most of you, if you are here at this point, in my podcast, then you probably know way more about me than maybe you ever wanted to know. And if you are just tuning in, this is your first episode, I really encourage you to go back to episode one to get to know me. I would love to get to know you. So go back to episode one and start getting to know me so that you can get some of that past history of why I am pretty dang good at protecting my sense of self and my boundaries. Why I'm doing this, you guys, honestly, the whole reason we are doing the podcast, why I am offering these free live lessons to you guys, why I am trying to help you take bold action in your life through my course, through the Be Bold Bootcamp, through whatever venue it is, uh, maybe just 
like I said, the podcast or the free content we have on Instagram or um, my free Facebook group, all of those things is because I have seen the power of living a bold life. I have seen the power of knowing who you are and how that can help you show up to life in a way that feels authentic to you. I um, really believe that this is a superpower I've been given and I want to now share that with you because what good are superpowers except to help other people? That is the whole point. We are given strengths and gifts in this life is to go help others. And I love doing this. I have done this on a scale of one-to-one with individuals for years. And now I have the opportunity to help people on a larger scale. I can touch more lives. I can do more. And that right here or this right here is part of that process. And so I am super excited to share my superpower with you today. All right, so are you guys ready to dive into the three secrets that you can take to help you reclaim yourself, sense of self, um, find more joy, and just take more ownership of your life so that you can set boundaries? Are you ready for this? Give me a yes. Give me a hands up. Let's get excited and let's get going. So this first step that we are going to talk about, like I said, is taking control of your life. The second one is finding joy in your life. And the third is silencing the noise around you. Number one, taking control of your life. You can sit around waiting for other people to change. You can sit around waiting for just things to happen to you, or you can take bold action. Listen, you can't control what anybody else does. Oftentimes we can't control the situation. Well, sometimes we can't control the situation, but more often than not, we can't. We can show up, we can do the hard thing, and we can make the change we want to see in our lives without anybody else changing, without the situation changing, unless we decide we want that situation to change. So we are going to start changing the mindset that, oh, this is just how it is. I can't change this. I'm just stuck here. Oh, if so-and-so would just change this, if my partner, if my spouse would just do this differently, if my kid would just act differently, if my co-parent would change this or that, then I could, then I could be happy. Then I could have joy. You guys, that's bull crap. I'm going to tell you now that is bull crap. You are the one that has control of these things. You are the one that has to determine the trajectory of your life. And so we are going to discuss that now, how you can do that. And the first step of that is taking radical ownership of your life. This works because we can't change those around us. All we can control is ourselves. All we can control is our reactions. All we can control is how we show up to life, what situations we put ourselves in. And so we have to take that control and ownership and decide what we are going to do instead of letting other people, the situation, all of those things determine that for us. So what is holding you back? You are probably blaming others or making their issue yours and it's not. Okay, so that is a huge one right there. Stop making other people's issues your own. And this goes back to, if you think back to mine and Steve's relationship, that I was married to a gay man and he had a serious, like he was engaging in pornography a lot because he was trying to process those issues and those feelings of him being gay and needing an outlet for that. And yet I did not let that become about me. Instead, I let him own those things. I showed up in ways that he needed support. I was there to support him. I was his wife. I wanted to help him in ways that I could, but I never took those on as my own. And that is what saved me. That is what saved our relationship. So I really want to make that a point that stop taking on other people's issues and making them your own. This happened again after Matt and I got married, where feeling like I needed to be there in 
front and center in his relationship with his stepkids, not in his relationship, but in in our family relationship to be the one that's taking care of all the things, that's doing all the things when really I needed to step back and allow him to do that because they're his kids. Those are his issues per se, or his situations to deal with, not mine. And the more I did that, the more I was able to reclaim who I was and find joy and peace in my life. And therefore, our whole family found more joy and peace in that as well. If you are going to take radical ownership of your life, you need to get to know yourself. You need to know what it is you want. You need to know where you're going, even if it ends up changing. That does not matter. What you need to, you you have to know yourself. You have to have a plan. You have to have some sort of idea of where you want to get and how you are going to get there. The last thing that I'm going to say about this is you have to take radical ownership of changing the story you are telling yourself. Now, That's where it begins. If you are going to change your story, you have to first start with changing the story you are telling yourself. You have to start silencing the false beliefs. You have to stop telling yourself negative thinking. You have to start thinking about the situation in a new way so that you can start to come up with a plan of how you are going to change that situation, how you are going to make it work for you. All right. So one example of this that I really like to use for my own life was right after Steve and I got divorced. I kept hearing people saying, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry this happened to you. I am so sorry you have to go through this and all these things. And after a while, everybody telling me, oh, I'm so sorry, just made me feel like I wasn't in control of my life. Like I hadn't made decisions that got me to where I was. And the truth was I had made decisions to get me to where I was. I stayed married to a man that I knew was gay. Six months into our marriage, I figured he was gay. I stayed married to him for another six and a half years, you guys, happily married to him. Yes, it was hard, but we were happy and we learned a lot and we grew a lot. And I wasn't sad about the way things turned out. Well, yes, I was disappointed. Yes, it was hard. But I couldn't blame that on just Steve because I had made a decision to stay married to him when I knew he was gay, when I knew his issues with pornography, all of those things. And so people telling me, oh, I'm so sorry, made me feel like I didn't have control of the situation when honestly I did. And it was up to me to then determine how I wanted this to look now since I had stayed in that marriage, since I had put myself in there. We had a daughter together during that time. And so obviously I am connected to this man for the rest of my life. And so I can choose how I want that to look now that we are divorced. And I did. And we made a decision together and we had lots of good talks. And it changed the trajectory of how I thought things could go and progress and made it into a beautiful situation for all of us. Another story that I want to share is my friend Roxanne. And I remember the first time I met with Roxanne was at a support group. I was a facilitator for a support group of friends and family of pornography addicts. And I remember these women, it was all women that came to this group. It was a women's only group. These women would walk in and they wanted to hear that we were going to help them change their spouse or their partner or whoever was struggling with this pornography issue, that we are going to tell them how to make it better. We are going to tell you, okay, this is what you need to do to get them out of it. This is what you need to do to whip their butts into shape, to deal with this issue and to shut it down. And instead, what they got was this idea that we wanted to help them work on themselves so that they were happy no matter what. If they decide to stay in this relationship, they could find happiness, joy, and peace. If they were going to leave this relationship, then they could find happiness and joy and peace there. Whatever it looked like for them, we were there to show them how to work on themselves, how to improve themselves, and not 
their spouse, their partner, whoever it was. And a lot of women left and never came back after that first meeting because it made them so angry. So I remember Roxanne came her first meeting and she was of that same mindset of she wanted somebody to come in and tell her how to fix her husband. What is she going to do? How can she fix him? How can she make it better? And that wasn't what she got. And I remember she was pretty frustrated, but she decided to come back. She showed up the next week and I look at Roxanne today and she is doing amazing things on her own to share what she has learned and to help other women get through similar situations. She's providing events and retreats and she has her own podcast and she has a book and it's amazing to see the progress that she has made and what she has done during that time and how much she has owned her life and made it what she wants it to be. And now she gets to turn around and help other people. So those are two examples of how when you take ownership of your life and the things that have gotten you to where you are, I understand not all of it is in your control, but when you take ownership of the things that are, then you get to decide how you show up to life, how you continue forward in the future. And even those things that are out of your control that you didn't plan on, such as, you know, in the beginning, like I didn't make a conscious choice to marry a gay man. I did decide to stay. So you can, in that moment, decide you are you are in control of your reaction to the situation. And once you know more about who you are and what you really want in your life, you can understand more clearly and see more clearly how you want to react to that situation from here on out. So I know you can do this, you guys. I know you can take ownership of your life so that you can create boundaries and have more joy? Are you ready to take that radical ownership of your life so that you can do that? Are you, do you feel like this is something you can do? I understand it's a lot, but you can start taking baby steps to get there. And I hope that you're saying in your head, yes, I, I can do this. This makes sense to me. I can take ownership. Give yourself an out loud, yes, I can do this. Here are some false beliefs that you might be holding on to around this. And again, it's some of the things I've already said that I that you're saying, no, I just need this other person to change. I'll be fine once they change. But really, that is not going to work, you guys, because you have no control over them changing. You may be saying, you know, this is just going to be easier to just tolerate this, to just keep it as it is and convince yourself that this is just a temporary thing, that it'll be better and that you can just stay here. And that is a lie you are telling yourself until you start working to improve yourself, to improve your own relationship with yourself, to know yourself better. It's not going to change and it's not going to be better once the situation changes. They may change. Things may get a little easier, but you are still going to have the issues from that. You are still going to have to deal with the outcome. The other great false belief I always hear is I don't have time to deal with this right now. The actual thing is you don't have the time to not deal with this right now, you guys. You need to continue forward. You need to embrace this and you need to do it now. So we all have to start somewhere and starting is the key. It doesn't matter where you are. You just need to begin. You need to take the steps forward. You are never going to get where you want to be if you do not take ownership of your life. Next thing, we are going to jump into secret number two. Now, 
The secret number two is finding joy. And this just lights me up every time because I love the idea of creating and protecting your joy. And are you always going to be happy and joyful? No. And we wouldn't appreciate the happiness and the joy if we didn't sometimes have lows. So you have to embrace those too. This is just the idea that you can create more joy and understand what brings you joy more often. So here are some basic things to know and understand what bring you joy. I want you to think about what sets you on fire. What gets you excited? What do you think, oh yeah, I'm so excited to go do that. What do you wake up excited to do? If there's something that you wake up and you're like, ah, yes, I get to go do this today. I am so excited to do this thing today. You need to create more of those things and and focus in on those things. Make a list right now. Well, After this, go make a list of what sets you on fire and what are you excited to wake up to do every morning? I really want to hear it. And what can you do for hours on end and lose track of time doing this? There's something that you sit down and you start doing it. You're like, okay, I have 30 minutes. I'm going to do this. And then an hour, hour and a half later, you're like, oh crap, I got to go. Or dang it, I spent way more time than I planned on plan to on this. I want you guys to focus in on those things. Think about those things and understand what they are. Again, add this to your list of things that set you on fire. And what are things that other people say you are good at? Think about those things that other people say, hey, you are, you're really good at this. And maybe you don't do it that often, but I want you to make a list of those things too and pick out the ones that really bring you joy when you do them that set you on fire, that get you excited, that you lose track doing. So what are things that other people say you're good at? And I'm going to add one more thing to this list that I haven't actually ever included in here, but it is, what is something you've thought, oh, I would enjoy doing that, but I'm not very good at it. Try those things. Find those, make a list of those things as well, and then go try them. Go do them. So What I've learned about joy in working with people one-on-one in my Boldology course and the soon-to-be boot camp that we are doing is that people do not know what brings them joy. And this was shocking to me. People know what used to bring them joy. People know what doesn't bring them joy. But a lot of people do not know what brings them joy. And I want you to think about this for a second right now in your own head. Can you name things that bring you genuine joy, that bring you lasting happiness, peace, and joy? Not things that used to, things right now in your life that you are doing that bring you joy. If you can, kudos to you. Good job. Make more time for those things. If you can't, you need to start digging in to what it is that brings you joy. Stop focusing on what doesn't bring you joy. Yes, we need to address those things. Yes, you can write those out because then you can ideally take those and find maybe some opposites or some things to counteract those. But I want you to start shifting the focus from what doesn't bring you joy and what doesn't work to what does work and to what does bring you joy. Now, the next step after you've identified some things that you think would bring you joy, that will bring you more peace, that will bring you comfort, you have to start scheduling time for those things. Yes, it will feel selfish at first. For many of us, that is such a hard thing to do. But as you schedule time for the things that bring you joy, as you make those a priority in your life, you are going to feel more connected, more excited to engage in the other things in your life because you have done this thing that brings you joy. You're not you're not thinking, oh, I just wish I could go do this thing because I really want to. You've already done it. And now you are more present and 
can connect better with those people around you. It is such a big deal. I try to schedule the things that I love in the morning so that they are done. And then the rest of the day, I can show up better to the other things in life. I can engage with my daughter in a way that feels true and genuine because I'm not thinking about these other things that I wish I was doing or that I should get done or any of that stuff. Instead, I am present with her and happy to be with her because she also brings me joy. But I'm not thinking about all the other things that I need to do. You also need to put boundaries around that thing that brings you joy. Protect it, embrace it, and keep it sacred. Make sure it happens. And yes, there are days that it's not going to happen. And yes, there are times you have to say, okay, this other thing is way more important. I have to deal with this. But the majority of time, you should find ways to include those things that bring you joy in your day-to-day life, on a weekly basis, on, on a monthly basis, whatever makes sense for that particular thing. And so some of the ways, like I've said, that I I do this in my daily life is I schedule things out during the day. So I have time slots basically for different things that bring me joy, different priorities in my life, different things that need to get done so that as I am engaged in that one activity, I can focus just on that instead of like I was saying, feeling like, oh, I need to I need to go get this other thing done. I'm wasting time doing this when really I have to do this other thing. It really gives me the opportunity to fully commit to the thing that I am doing so that I don't feel those feelings of wanting to be somewhere else, of needing to be somewhere else, of whatever it is, I am engaged and I can focus. The next thing is to say no to things that distract us from focusing on what brings us joy. So I say no to a lot of things that I would have said yes to before, things that I felt like I should do, things that I felt like I should want to do, things that I felt like I should believe. I say no to those things. If they're not contributing to what it is I want, if they're not contributing to my joy, if they are making so that I can't do the thing that brings me joy, I say no. And this has been a learning process. This one is hard, but it comes with time and it gets easier over time. And it is so important. Matt has really taught me how to simplify, to show up better to the things that bring me joy. I remember at one point in our marriage, I was all stressed about dinners. And of course, this still is something that comes up. But I always remember Matt's like, Jessica, it's okay every once in a while if we eat mac and cheese for dinner. It's okay if we only have soup and grilled cheese or something basic. Like not every meal has to be big and elaborate and planned out. You can order pizza, like whatever. And I remember that was such a great gift that he gave me to understand that he's not going to be disappointed if I don't make him like a big elaborate meal or something that I put a lot of thought into, but it can be basic and it can come, it can just be whatever works for that day and he's going to understand and it's okay. And that was just something that I needed to change in my head and he helped me to see that. So that's one example of saying no and simplifying so that I could show up better to the things that bring me joy. The next thing is stop apologizing for not being able to do everything or be everything to everyone. You don't have to apologize because you can't do all the things. You don't have to apologize that you can't show up or that you can't do everything or that you feel the way you do. You don't have to apologize for all those things. It is deeply ingrained 
in us, especially us as women, to feel like we have to apologize for showing up in a way that feels true and authentic to us. And that is bullcrap. So you need to stop apologizing because when we're apologizing, we are telling ourselves and the other person that we are not that important when really we need to show up for ourselves first and for everything else next because we are that important. Our well-being, our sense of self, Finding joy for us is just as important as for anybody else. And when you think about it in terms of like, if you have children, you would never want them to keep putting themselves last because they want to do all of the things for everybody else. No way. You want them to find the things that bring them joy. Yes, you want them to be a good human and to love others and to have good relationships, but everything else comes easily after you protect your own self, set the boundaries, and find joy in your own life. So stop apologizing for it. One of the best examples that I always think of is I am not the mom that shows up at school. Like, go to school, figure yourself out. This is your time to figure out you. This is not the time that I show up to be engaged. Like, that's at home when I'm your mom and do all those things. But I really, so I'm not a class mom. And And that's just who I am. And I'm not going to apologize for that. I super appreciate that there are moms and dads that are so good at that, that there are parents, guardians out there that show up in the classroom and that is their jam and that is awesome. And that's great. That is not me. And I'm not going to apologize for it. And nor should they apologize for showing up the way they feel called to show up. Because that is the beauty is that we're all different and we find joy in different things and it makes the world go round. So stop apologizing. All right, so this whole process takes time. It is going to take time to get in this habit to figure out what works. And so you have to give yourself some grace in all of this. Give yourself grace when it doesn't work out right. Allow yourself time to implement these changes, to start seeing what works, to start seeing what doesn't work. Give other people time in your life to adjust as well. It takes time for them to embrace the changes you're making. Often your boundaries and things will impact them. And so you need to be kind in giving them time to change. If after a while they are not respecting this change or respecting your boundaries or making you feel bad for it, that's when you need to decide how you want to show up to that relationship and if that relationship is really serving you. But You do need to allow time and grace for yourself and for others. Experiment with this. Figure out what works for you and what doesn't. It is going to look different for you than it looks for me or for your neighbor or for your mom or for your dad, for your sister, your brother, whoever it is. This is unique to you. So you need to experiment and figure out what works for you and then try it more than once. Don't just give this a one try and you're like, oh, this didn't work. That one thing didn't work and move on. No, give yourself some time to experiment, to figure things out and then to continue forward. Okay, so some false beliefs that you may be telling yourselves or something that you're thinking right now might be, this sounds too simple. It is simple. We want to simplify your life, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't take work. That doesn't mean that it's going to take effort. And that doesn't mean that it is not going to be worth it. Another thing might be rearranging my schedule won't change anything. Bullcrap. When you change your schedule and start showing up in a new way, it will change your thinking. It will change your life. You need to experiment with this and figure out what works. And honestly, I change my schedule fairly often just because, you know, summertime is different than when the kids are in school and breaks are different than when they're 
in school. And right now we're in the thick of kids being at home in school. And so things change and you have to pivot and figure out what works for you in that time. But first of all, you have to figure out what works and then you have to rearrange and put things, put the pieces in where they fit. I don't have time for the things that bring me joy. That is false that you can make time for the things that bring you joy. We can always find time for things that bring us joy. You just have to get creative and you might have to let some things go. You might have to let those, I shoulds, I should do this, I should do that, I should be doing this or that. You need to let those go to show up in a way that works for you. Another thing you might be telling yourself is my family will suffer. I am sorry, but your family seeing you happy and finding joy will never make your family suffer. If you get too selfish, sure, that's one thing. Yes, you can take this to an extreme, but if you are concerned about that, that is not going to happen. That's not going to be an issue for you. Instead, you need to figure out how to find joy because when your family sees you happy and finding joy and doing things for yourself, that allows them space to do those same things for them and it creates better relationships, better, stronger relationships. Um, You may also say, I've tried before and it didn't work. I encourage you to try again. Try again. Keep going. Get this idea out of your head um, that it didn't work. And because it didn't work before, it's not going to work this time. It's bullcrap. And it is a lie that keeps us stuck and keeps us from finding who we truly are and progressing into the people we want to be. Okay. Are you getting this? Are you ready to start creating more joy in your life? I would love for you to go tell me after this episode, email me or find us on Instagram and tell me how you are going to create more joy in your life. And going back even further, what's something you are going to take radical ownership of and start changing and moving forward? All right. Secret number three is silencing the noise. And what I mean by silencing the noise is silencing all of those outside influences that you let in to tell you who you need to be. I want you to start shutting that out so that you can really narrow down those voices that are influencing that. And therefore, by doing that, you can hear your own voice and find out who it is you want to be. Not who everybody else wants you to be, but who you want to be. So this is because The only reason that matters, you guys, or the only opinion that matters is your own. Nobody else's opinion matters. Nobody else's life is going to look like yours. You don't need to make your life look like somebody else's. You need to know what your life is going to look like for you and how you want to show up to life. So yours is the only opinion that matters. So here are some some ideas on how to silence the noise. You need to stop scrolling. And what I mean by that is you need to stop getting on social media and looking through all the things and, and feeling like, oh yeah, I need to look like that person. And I need to be a mom or a parent like that person. I need to do this like this person. And while a little bit of that is healthy, and so good, that doesn't mean that everyone out there is for you. And that doesn't mean that if um, that you should be comparing yourself to that person. You, If you feel inspired by that person and they leave you feeling good, that's somebody you want to follow or somebody that you might want to keep around. But if you leave their, their page and their posts feeling like, oh, I should be doing this and that, and oh, I'm just, I'm never going to get there then let that person go. Maybe maybe block them for a while. Maybe unfollow them for a while. And let yourself find those people that speak to you 
or just stop social media altogether if you feel like it is something that is not serving you. Because I truly believe that you need to find the people that resonate with you. You need to keep that circle small so that you know what it is you want so that you can hear your own inner voice and aren't influenced by all of these other people telling you how you should show up to life. And I keep talking about the shoulds because I am wanting to get people out of the I should mentality of life, that I should mindset and start living in a mindset where you are ready to take bold action in knowing what it is you want because you are open to hearing your voice, knowing you. I want you to live in I want and I need and knowing what those are so that you can show up in the best way instead of living in, well, I should want this. I should believe this. I should want that. So we are going to silence those accounts that are keeping us in that I should mindset. You guys, the next thing is the internet doesn't have all the answers. You can find any like anything on the internet you want to support what you believe and or to contradict that or whatever. And searching through all the things is not going to give you all the answers. Instead, it is going to leave you feeling overwhelmed. I encourage you to find a couple of sources that really speak to you at this time and engage in those. And then as you get comfortable there and listening to yourself there and feeling what speaks to you and what doesn't, then you move forward in looking for more if you need to. I honestly do not search the internet for anything. I don't look up medical things. I don't do any of those things. I find people I trust and I engage there because that that speaks to me. I think there's so much information on the internet. You need to find real information, real sources, real people that speak to you. Next, I hate to break it to you, but your mom, your friend, your sister, they are not always right and they don't always know what is best for you. While yes, there are some few people that you might go to that you trust their opinions, that you want to engage with them and you want their feedback, it isn't always the right feedback for you. You still have to make the decision of what you want and where and what you want to do with their input. Does it feel like it's speaking to you? Does it have feelings of like, oh yeah, I, I really believe that. Like that definitely resonates with me. Then embrace that. But if you leave feeling bad about yourself or feeling like, ah, oh, that's not just not what I think I need to do, then embrace the fact that you want something different for you and that you need to figure out what that is for you. And if these are your true friends, if they are good relationships, these people will allow you to pivot and make these choices for yourself and continue forward in a way that feels right to you. And last but not least, when you know yourself and you know what you want, that is when you begin to trust yourself. So I want you to think about how you can, when you know yourself, how you can know yourself better. So think of ways that you can know yourself better because then you can trust yourself more. And that goes back to understanding where it is you need to take radical ownership of your life and what brings you joy in your life so that you can know yourself enough to trust where you are going. Okay, what is it that I really want in this situation? Oh yeah, that's what I wanted. How am I going to get there? Not by doing what these other people are saying, but by doing what I feel is right right now. And sometimes you have to pivot from that and that's okay. And sometimes you do let some other people's ideas come in and influence what you do. And that is fine too. But ultimately you need to know what is right for you and what you want so that you can continue forward and trust yourself. So I have this friend that I'm going to call Jane. And and honestly, this is not just Jane. This is lots of my friends who they come to me and they're like, okay, I want to start working now. What is it that you do? 
What do you do? How many days a week do you do, do you do it? How long are you doing it for? All of these things. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You need to figure out what works for you. Stop checking the internet. Stop looking up all the workouts. Stop thinking, okay, I have to do weights this day. I need to do cardio this day. I have to do it for this long. I have to do this specific thing. Let that go, you guys. You need to, just in working out, as in life, you need to figure out what works for you and start at a point that is manageable to you. Not where somebody else is, not like working out, not where I am. I've been working out for years. And even in my workouts, it varies of what I want to do and when I want to do it and how that feels right for me. So you need to figure out what feels right for you. I always encourage people to start where you're at. Find something you love doing, whether that's dancing in the living room with your kids, going for a walk, going for a jog, riding your bike, Um, lifting weights, whatever it is for you, start there. Do it as many times a week as you can for as long as you can, and then keep adding to that. The point is to keep it consistent. Do something that is consistent. And I am just using this as an analogy. This goes right back to showing up for yourself and doing things that are right for you. You need to figure out what it is for you that works and stop searching everywhere on the internet because you're going to get so overwhelmed, you're never going to take any action. And you have to take action and you need to take consistent action to improve. Now, when you fall away, when you don't follow through, it's okay. You don't just say, okay, I'm done. I messed it up. It's over. You keep showing up. You keep going. You say, okay, you know what? This week sucked. I did horrible. That's okay. But maybe that's what I needed this week. Maybe I needed the rest. Maybe I needed not to engage in this way. Maybe this is what I needed this week. Embrace that, accept that, and keep moving forward. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do these things this week because I know they're going to help me get back on track and bring me joy. All right. You guys, there are always shortcuts. There are always going to be ways that look enticing, that feel like, oh yeah, I can get there by doing this. I can get there by doing that. But no shortcut leads to lasting change. You have to go in for the long haul to be able to get to where you want to be. Now, in my Boldology journal, I'm gonna use this as an example, I give you these different prompts and questions to ask yourself because I believe in asking yourself powerful questions so that you can understand your life, who you are and where you want to be. And it creates a habit. It creates a long-term habit that then becomes a natural process of when you are in the situation, you can start thinking these things and they help you realize what it is you really want out of the situation in the moment. So that is really what I encourage is that people start to that you start this long game of learning to get to know yourself, understanding what it is you want out of the situation, what it is you believe, how you want to show up to life. So then on a consistent basis, you get better at engaging in that moment of reacting in that moment in a way that feels true and genuine to you. And if you can't do it in that moment, that's okay. Like there are times that I'm like, I just need to step back here, take some time, evaluate this, and then show up tomorrow in a way that feels right or address it another day when I feel ready. It's okay to do that. But this is a long game, not a shortcut. You need to to ditch the shortcuts and engage in a long-term plan. All right. Do you guys think that by taking these steps, you will be better prepared to take bold action in your life, set boundaries, and find more joy? After hearing these stories and seeing the different ways that this can work and hearing my stories, I hope that you feel like you can start taking some bold action now. I would love to hear what you think would work for you, what your greatest takeaway was from this. 
are you guys excited about this? This like sets me on fire. Like, and that's why I do it. That's why I keep showing up is because this brings me so much joy. I am not making money doing any of this, but I love it. I love seeing how people's lives can change. So I hope you guys feel that and that you are excited to excited to get going too, that you are ready to go the distance. You are ready to start taking small steps towards getting to know yourself and towards taking bold action. Now, I want to help you guys as much as I can. And I do have several options for you that you can look into to work with me if you leave this and it's one of those voices that you feel like this resonates with me. I want more of this. And that is right now, you guys, you can join the Be Bold Bootcamp. And this is the first time I'm doing this. This is an idea that came to me because I know right now it is hard to financially commit to like my course. My course is a significant cost and it is amazing. It is worth every penny. And I firmly believe that by putting in money, by showing yourself that you are worth the time, you are worth the energy, and you are worth the financial cost of something, then you are committing. You are telling yourself, yes, I am worth this. And that helps you commit and keep going and put in the work. But I also know that we are in a crazy economic time and that the Be Bold course isn't for everybody right now. And so I am offering the Be Bold Bootcamp. You guys, it is starting on January 4th so that we can start this new year off right. And what it is, it's a monthly group coaching, basically, where we are going to have a group of individuals that come together for group coaching. I will be offering weekly group coaching lessons. They will be live. You can, and also Q&As. So actually every other week will be a lesson for you guys, motivation to keep you going. You will be able to ask questions through those, but then every other week will specifically be questions that you guys have about the program, about the information I am giving you so that I can be on the same page as you and we can show up together and support each other. Now I talked about those support groups that I was in and how much difference they made for me. And this idea really stemmed from that. That as I had a group of people who weren't like-minded, we always say like-minded, but we're not like-minded, but we're shooting towards the same things. We're going for the same goals. We can be there to support and uplift each other. So the Be Bold Bootcamp is starting January 4th. And it is going to help you get to know yourself better. It is going to, that's the that's the first thing we're going to focus on. Each month there will be a different theme. There will be a different skill set for you to practice and engage in and start moving forward with. Uh, This first month, like I said, is getting to know you so that you can get to know how you want to show up to your life. So we are going to start there. And then the next month, we'll be crushing false beliefs. We will go into months after that. These are just things that we're going to cover. I'm not going to tell you exact things for every month, but we identify joy and boundary setting. We are going to really dive into silencing noise. And then we are going to create grace and momentum for ourselves. We are going to take time to celebrate those things that we are doing. So these are all things we're going to go over each month. We're going to have a different topic every month. There will be weekly calls during the month. You do not have to be live on the call. It will be recorded. You will have access to that whenever works for you. Uh, so that you you have that support. And then you can go back and ask me questions. You can send me messages in our community so that you can show up. You are going to have access to a community of bold people for the support along the way. Included in that, in that community, we'll have access to Matt and Steve and myself if you have specific questions for any of us. We are going to be sharing inspirational stories from other people who are living bold lives, who are showing up to their life in a way that works for them that may be unconventional or something you never thought of. We're going to be sharing 
sharing their stories. We are also going to have monthly resources for you on that topic. So we are going to provide things that you can then also, not just us, but other workbooks and podcasts and real books and websites and influencers that you could go follow when you're thinking, okay, this this person speaking to me because yes, we aren't the only ones that are going to speak to you. There are other people who can be great influence along the way and you can figure out who those people are who help you feel inspired instead of helping you feel stuck or drag you down. And then ultimately what we are giving you is everything you need to have a clear view of what you want for your life so that you can crush those limiting beliefs. You can silence the opinions and the noise of others and keep going and show up to life in a way that feels that feels right to you, that feels, so you can take bold action to continue forward. You can start silencing those I shoulds. I should want this. I should want to do that. Instead, you are going to show up in a way that feels genuine and authentic to who you are and feels like bold action. Now, you guys, the total value of everything that I just told you is $2,035. But what we're offering this for is just $27 a month. We are going to give this to you for $27 a month. If you sign up, registration will be open each month. So right now it is open until January 4th. Once we hit January 4th, I am closing registration until the end of the month. And then you can just sign up for February. So if you sign up in January, it is a subscription you can cancel at any time, whenever you feel like. If you get into this month and you're like, ah, this isn't what I thought, you can cancel. But if you're loving it, you get to keep going. This is a gift you get to give yourself, you guys, that is going to keep on giving. So we will open it up at the end of each month to register. There will be an open enrollment is what I'm going to call it at the end of each month. So you can register for the next month. But this month's enrollment for January for the first round of this opens Jan or closes January 4th. So you have a very limited time to go get on this. If you miss this one, then stay tuned, get on our email list to get in on the next month so that you can get in for February. You guys, this is going to help you feel more confident in your own skin. It is going to help you understand what it is you really want. It is going to help you figure out where you can create more joy in your life and how to set boundaries around your relationships. Maybe that's your relationship with others. Maybe that's your relationship with yourself, but it is going to help you. It is going to help you crush those false beliefs and take bold action in your life. It is going to help you strengthen your relationships. It's going to give you the understanding that you have control of your life. You can create the life you want to live moving forward. So if you guys are interested in this, if you want to work more with me, with Matt, with Steve, mostly me, but they will be involved, go to beboldbootcamp.com forward slash BBB. Again, that is beboldbootcamp.com forward slash BBB. Uh, I am calling this the BBB for short. And get registered. Sign up right now. There is also a link in our show notes to this. There is a link on our Instagram page, and that will be there until the 4th so that you can get signed up. And like I said, after January 4th, we will close until February. I hope you guys have the best New Year's that you feel empowered going into this next year instead of feeling like life is just happening to us. There is a lot that has happened to us over this last year. It has been a lot. And not just everything going on around us, but personally, you guys, we have to deal with that as well. Like all of the things that happened in our personal lives and in the world at large, and we're all processing this. And this is an opportunity 
to take control, to understand that you are in control of your life, no matter what is going on around you and how you can make the best of those situations. So I hope that you will join us, that you will start this year off strong and that we'll be able to move forward to get forward together, that you will be a community of our boldologists, that you will come join us and be a boldologist with us. We love you guys. We appreciate your support. We literally think about you every day and how we can help you and support you in in this work that we are doing because that is why we are here. I hope that you guys had a wonderful holiday season. However you celebrate the holidays, whatever it is you celebrate, I hope it was wonderful. And we will see you next week back to regularly scheduled programming. Take care and enjoy your New Year's Eve. Hey everyone, for the takeaway this week, we just wanted to really let you guys know that it is so important to love yourselves. We change, our bodies change, things change. And so we got to learn to love ourselves in a new way, no matter what phase of life. And don't let anybody tell you where you should be at or what you should be doing. You pay attention to what feels right for you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please go share it on social media. Take a screenshot, tag husband-in-law. And if you have a question, go to Apple Podcasts and put a rating and review and write the question in the review. We will be sure to answer it for you.